Blog Talk Radio. Speaker, I have a few questions for my uh, colleagues. What if our foreign policy of the past century is deeply flawed and has not served our national security interests? What if we wake up one day and realize that the terrorist threat is a predictable consequence of our meddling in the affairs of others and has nothing to do with us being free and prosperous? What if propping up repressive regimes in the Middle East endangers both the United States and Israel? What if occupying countries like Iraq and Afghanistan and bombing Pakistan is directly related to the hatred directed toward us? What if someday it dawns on us that losing over 5,000 American military personnel in the Middle East since 9-11 is not a fair trade-off for the loss of nearly 3,000 American citizens, no matter how many Iraqi, Pakistani, and Afghan people are killed or displaced? What if we finally decide that torture, even if called enhanced interrogation technique, is self-destructive and produces no useful information and that contracting it out to a third world nation is just as evil? What if it is finally realized that war and military spending is always destructive to the economy? What if all wartime spending is paid for through the deceitful and evil process of inflating and borrowing? What if we finally see that wartime conditions always undermine personal liberty? What if conservatives who preach small government wake up and realize that our interventionist foreign policy provides the greatest incentive to expand the government? What if conservatives understood once again that their only logical position is to reject military intervention and managing an empire throughout the world? What if the American people woke up and understood that the official reasons for going to war are almost always based on lies and promoted by war propaganda in order to serve special interests? What if we as a nation came to realize that the quest for empire eventually destroys all great nations? What if Obama has no intention of leaving Iraq? What if a military draft is being planned for for the wars that will spread if our foreign policy is not changed? What if the American people learn the truth, that our foreign policy has nothing to do with national security, that it never changes from one administration to the next? What if war and preparation for war is a racket serving the special interests? What if President Obama is completely wrong about Afghanistan and turns out worse than Iraq and Vietnam put together? What if Christianity actually teaches peace and not prevented wars of aggression? What if diplomacy is found to be superior to bombs and bribes in protecting America? What happens if my concerns are completely unfounded? Nothing. But what happens if my concerns are justified and ignored? Nothing good. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever, because believing that the dots will connect down the road will give you the confidence to follow your heart even when it leads you off the well-worn path, and that will make all the difference. 
Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. You've got to find what you love, and that is as true for work as it is for your lovers. Your work is going to fill a large part of your life, and the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking and don't settle. Have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. But you're going to have some ups and you're going to have some downs. Most people give up on themselves easily. You know the human spirit is powerful? There's nothing as powerful. It's hard to kill the human spirit. Anybody can feel good when they have their health, their bills are paid, they have happy relationships. Anybody can be positive then. Anybody can have a larger vision then. Anybody can have faith under those kinds of circumstances. The real challenge of growth, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, comes when you get knocked down. It takes courage to act. Part of being hungry when you've been defeated, it takes courage to start over again. Fear kills dreams. Fear kills hope. Fear puts people in the hospital. Fear can age you can hold you back from doing something that you know within yourself that you're capable of doing, but it will paralyze you. At the end of your feelings is nothing, but at the end of every principle is a promise. Behind your little feelings, it might not be absolutely nothing at the end of your little feelings, but behind every principle is a promise. And some of you in your life, the reason why you're not at your goal right now because you're just all about your feelings. You, you all on your feelings. You don't feel like waking up. So who does? Every day you say no to your dreams, you might be pushing your dreams back a whole six months, a whole year. That one single day, that one day you didn't get up could have pushed your stuff back I don't know how long. Don't allow your emotions to control you. We are emotional, but you want to begin to discipline your emotions. If you don't discipline and contain your emotions, they will use you. You want it, and you're going to go all out to have it. It's not going to be easy when you want to change. It's not easy. If it were, in fact, easy, everybody would do it. But if you're serious, you'll go all out. I'm in control here. I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm not going to let this destroy me. I'm coming back. And I'll be stronger and better because of it. You have got to make a declaration that this is what you stand for. You're standing up for your dreams. You're standing up for peace of mind. You're standing up for health. Take full responsibility for your life. Accept where you are. 
and the responsibility that you're going to take yourself where you want to go. You can decide that I'm going to live each day as if it were my last. Live your life with passion, with some pride. Decide that you're going to push yourself. The last chapter to your life has not been written yet. And it doesn't matter about what happened yesterday. It doesn't matter about what happens to you. What matters is what are you going to do about it? I will make this goal become a reality. I won't talk about it anymore. I can. I can. I can. I think it's important for everybody. Don't give up. Don't give in. There's always an answer to everything. All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson here, podcasting here, restoring our republic, our republic, and we have our republic here tonight. Every Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we do it. And I'm turning the floor over now to the republic. Uh, Who's going first? Jim, you there? Good evening. Good evening, Joseph. Good evening, America. Welcome to Restoring Your Republic. Wow, what a what a lead in, Joe. Good job. You know, that's a that's a perfect lead in for our, our guest speaker tonight, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Retired uh, Air Force, Sandy Mariki. Um but first, uh, Governor Henney, would you please introduce the panel since you've got the board, you can see who's with us tonight. Yeah, thank you, Governor. Um, we have uh, David Hurler, author of uh, Re-Inhabited Books from Wisconsin Free State. We have uh, Mark Binder from the Free State of Iowa, representative. Uh, Justice Waters from the Free State of Indiana. Uh, Joseph Gibson, of course. Uh, as you said, Lieutenant retired Lieutenant Colonel Sandy Mariaki. Uh, myself, Governor Henning of the Wisconsin Free State. And if I missed anybody, I apologize. That should be it. Thank you, Governor Henning. Welcome, Sandy. Welcome back. How are you doing tonight? I am good. <clears throat> My uh, phone keeps on kicking me out, so I'm hoping that I get to stay on here for today's session. <laughs> Keep an eye on you, Sandy. Well, uh, well, thanks for joining with us. You know, we're just uh, starting to get a little snow over here in southwest Colorado. Uh, has it reached your, uh, reached your place yet? No, I don't see anything yet, thank God. Well, you know, what comes our way goes your way. So, um, you know, here here you go. Anyway, since we uh, we last talked to you, Sandy, um, you've been uh, raising up quite a a storm, bringing a lot of, speaking a lot of interest. So I want to take a little different twist uh, on this story tonight. I want to ask you how you got here. Well, that's an interesting story. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if if you feel like you want to share, we'd love to hear it. Absolutely. So um, when I saw the election of November 2020 completely stolen, and by December of 2020, nothing was happening, I pretty much joined every patriot group I'd heard of, found out about, 
uh, got an inkling about because I didn't know which patriot groups were going to actually still be active or doing something important over time, and so I wanted to be involved in all of them. One of those patriot groups was uh, People's Rights, which is Ammon Bundy's group, and um, pretty much it sets up patriots uh, of like-minded thinking in all the states, kind of stovepiped. And so I was involved with that group, and there were some issues um, in Colorado with um, some of the people. I won't go into the details, but um, in my contacting one of the state representatives, um, whose name was David, he realized that he needed to connect me with our governor, James Carpenter, and to see what we could do to work together. And so that started a one and a half hour conversation on the phone where I was pretty much hearing what I called zingers every sentence out of Mr. Carpenter's mouth. And I wrote it all down because I couldn't believe what he was telling me about the Republic. And from that point on, it's been a roller coaster ride and uh, learning as fast as I can to get to the point where we are today. Well, being, uh, being who you are, Sandy, and we all are who we are, it's the way it is, you, uh, you approached me as, a, as an adrenaline junkie, and it takes one to know one. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that adrenaline comes in many, many shapes and forms. Um, as you said, you were getting zingers, a um, whole new different kind of adrenaline. Zinger of hope, true. baby. Of some light at the end of the tunnel, of uh, some some something that makes sense, and, and you're one of those people that, I mean, it has to it has to pencil out, or you know, you got a problem, you got to go back to the drawing board, and, and I appreciate that in you. So, the upshot of all of this is that you've been holding some meetings here in your local area, down in the Colorado Springs area, and and. You, southeastern Colorado, and trying to bring some people to the table. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So um, over my lifetime, I have, I guess, found out that I have teaching skills. So I was about six or seven when my brother was born. And so, of course, I'm reading a book, and he's two, and he comes up and he goes, what are you doing? And I said, I'm reading. And so he said, teach me. And so from that point on, I was pretty much his teacher. And so that was an early age for me to develop teaching skills. And then that just continued over time as I tutored my friends in high school, et cetera, in some of the subjects that I was grasping very well and could break it down into simple bites that pretty much anyone could understand. And then that morphed into me teaching uh, as an instructor pilot in the Air Force. That's something the Air Force had recognized in me. And so even though I had very little flight time, just basically what they gave me in the Air Force flight school, they asked me to be an instructor pilot. And so I stayed and did that for my first assignment and was an instructor many times over in the Air Force. Well, it dawned on me that I should probably continue in that um, career field. And so after I retired from the Air Force in 2007, I figured that I should probably go into, go into teaching. And since I loved physics so much, it made sense that I should get an advanced degree and then teach somewhere. And that ended up being the Air Force Academy. Of course, then I could 
combine my military service with my love of teaching and mentor these new officers. Um, so I was uh, finished my PhD and was hired at the academy when they had an opening, and that started in January of 2016. And then now we to today where we've got the whole COVID scenario. And so God has asked me to do several things that I really don't like doing, but that is to get involved with the law um, and things like that. And so helping people with religious exemptions, medical exemptions, uh, connecting people with legal teams that needed help past what those two things were. Um, and that's pretty much what God has put in front of me for me to do. So when I learned about the Republic and started learning more and more and realized that, just like me, I had no clue that any of this had happened, I felt that it was my duty to tell the world, essentially. And so I created a video about 38 minutes long, and the idea was to have it all prepared and laid out so I could just show it to the the people of Colorado Springs and the surrounding area to get them on board so that they would understand what has actually happened to our country, how our republic was stolen from us, and um, we've been living under a fiction known as the corporate U.S. ever since about 1871, with all kinds of things happening, slowly boiling the frog over time so that we weren't aware. I certainly was not until I learned about it. And so my goal now is to get the word out and to get as many people to sign up for the Republic as possible, because I feel like now that we've had our November of 2022 election stolen as well, that we really just need to get out of the corporate U.S. and essentially abandon them and re-inhabit the Republic like we should be doing, and that we really have no other options other than the more, shall we say, kinetic options that we all don't want, but, and we pray that we don't have to go there. So this is, I think, the last possibility of peaceful protest methodology to get rid of the corporate corruption. Hey, Sandy. Sandy, I've, I've been privileged to, to view your video. Uh, but uh, hey, Jim, I just wanted to say to you know, I got a message from, uh, we got uh, Maxwell, uh, Maxwell Air Force Base, uh, three guys listening from there, and uh, this one, someone sent me a message, USAREC North Battalion, I have a Portland Battalion, excuse me, uh, about uh, eight people up there that are listening, and they just wanted to say hello, so I just, I got the message here on the screenshot, so I just wanted to let you guys know that. Well, thank you. Well, thank, thank you, you guys. Welcome. You bet. Every day. So, so Sandy, uh, uh, I had a question, and now let me fish for it again. Um, so, what kind of responses have you have you been getting to this video? It's been out now what ten days, two weeks, something like that. Um, I I think I finally posted it last Wednesday, so it's only been out a little less than a week. Um, the responses have been very positive. Um, I've been getting feedback, positive feedback, you know, just people saying, thank you so much for the video. I heard this in bits and pieces. It was so great to see it all in one place. I've also gotten feedback about, well, you shouldn't have said it this way. That would have been better to say it that way. And so there are some corrections I probably will eventually make to the video just to make sure it's 100% correct. I've also heard from several um, individuals in states like Oregon, Ohio, um, I think Florida was the other one. 
And um, we're having longer conversations regarding jural assemblies and um, other options other than just becoming a, a state national or a state citizen and uh, getting out of the U.S. citizen corporate corrupt way of uh, our status. That, uh, that's an interesting rabbit hole you've been down and, and all in a period of just a few months. Of <laughs> It's a good thing you're an adrenaline junkie. Uh, well, what's interesting about this whole scenario is um, that I can learn from just watching something very quickly. And so watching a video or reading a book or something, I can absorb it pretty well. And like I said, I can take a complicated thing and simplify it. This was a gift that God gave me to do good in the world, and that's what I've been trying to do. So kind of the way I've looked at it is, I couldn't have done this any other way because that is just my nature. That is how I was built. Well, praise the Lord for that. You know, I'm going to give you a unique opportunity, Sandy, and you only get so many in, in life, and, and you've got to hit the ones that come your way. You know that. We have one of the authors, a co-author of the Reinhabited books and, and several other books by the Hurtlers, Gene and David, on tonight, and, and you're in the process of finishing up the uh, book, too. You kind of give us a little feeling uh, as to how you react to that book and the message that you're getting from it. So fortunately, I have heard some of the material from other sources before, so a lot of it is not a surprise. The thing that I'm most impressed about the book are that um, it's so thoroughly documented. Um, that was the other thing that I wanted to do with the video is when I made a statement, I wanted to back it up with the actual source documents. So it took me, oh, gosh, a good three, four weeks to make that video and um, to get it produced because I wanted to make sure that everything that I said, and I also made a few mistakes, um, was correct, correct any mistakes, but to um, – if someone reads it and they go, there's no way, and they go to the source document and they go, oh, yeah, way. <laughs> and they go, oh, you've convinced me, and then they go on to the next. So that was essentially it because there's a lot of stuff. Um, I guess I kind of made a video of Zingers uh, <laughs> for governor. <laughs> so I uh, think I just dished it back out as you had dished it to me. Uh, that's great. Where can, uh, where can the public go to, to see this video, Sandy? So I've got two um, links in case one gets deleted. The first one was the original one. That's on rumble.com, and the title is How to Save America. So you can search on that for Reinhabited Republic. That should also come up. The other source is brighteon.com. So that's Mike Adams' website. And I figured those were two of the safer places to locate it. Definitely not uh, censored YouTube, so I didn't even bother. <laughs> Well, thank you. David Herger, I, I hear you're on tonight. And since I threw you to the wolves, uh, I'm going to give you a first opportunity to to uh, respond back to Sandy before we go on to other people in the panel. Go ahead, sir. You might be muted, David. Thank you so much, Governor Carpenter. It's such an honor to have you on this show. It's an honor that I can be speaking to you. We, we together, my wife and I, listened to what you put together, and we were absolutely blown away. I can't tell you what it did to me. I mean, I was bursting with 
enthusiasm. I wanted to celebrate. Uh, I just see God using you in such a dynamic way. Uh, we're terribly excited about your your production. We're terribly excited about what God is going to do with you, continue to do with you. I know that God is going to raise up great leaders across this land. And for sure, without a doubt, he's raised you up. We're, we're absolutely blessed to have you part of our group. And we just, we just want to say to you, keep going, Sandy, keep going. Whatever God is telling you to do, just keep doing it. Uh, we're with you. We want to see the Republic raised up. We see that, you know, for 151 years, this thing since eight, 1871 has been going on. And so it's got to come to an end. And the only way that America can turn, be turned right side up, and you're on to it, is righteousness has to exalt this nation. We go to, uh, go, go to the Bible and, and, and go to Proverbs chapter 14, verse 34. Righteousness has to exalt this nation. It's all about God. It's all about his principles. What made America the greatest nation in the world? Well, the founding fathers used God's laws, and they used the teachings of Christ. And that's what America, why it was made the greatest nation in the world. That's why we became a city on a hill. And all I want to say is, Sandy, we're with you 150, 100, 200%. We're with you. God has given you a tremendous uh, gift in teaching. You're you're a set apart. You definitely are set apart. And so we just want to encourage you to keep going, keep doing what you're doing. We love you, and uh, thank you for being on the program. With that, Governor Carpenter, I yield the floor back to you, sir. Thank you. Thank, thank you, David. you, David. Very, very kind words. Thank you. <laughs> Justice Waters, I know that Sandy visited with you extensively before she uh, – made this leap of faith and, and put her name and reputation on the line. Uh, would you care to join in, sir? Yes, sir. You hear me all right? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, you know, everybody has a gift of something. And I remember when I first joined way back in July of 2010, was surrounded by a group of people here in Indiana that, all seem to have different gifts in doing things. Some were real good at taking notes. Others were just, you know, good at speaking. Others were, were good at research. And, and you put everybody together, and you've got a well-oiled machine that's running that nobody can stop. And this is kind of the way I saw this whole thing begin. And, of course, we've had different periods where people tried to destroy us from within. We've had moments where we've excelled. We've, we've accomplished a lot of things. And I can remember the feeling when David and Jean brought their books out and we got a chance to look at them and read them. And, Sandy, just to let you know, I was up in Wisconsin, my wife and I, when Jean began to actually start the first book. She wanted to know what happened in Indiana. We were up there. I asked her how many pages she thought thing would be, and she told me 
oh, probably about 18, because she was writing it down on a legal pad. She didn't think it'd be that much. And now look at what we got. Uh, 18 pages doesn't even cover the introduction of the first book. This is what it excelled to. So, Sandy, stand by, get ready, because you're just on the tip of the iceberg. You got some great things coming up. You just don't know it yet. But you're in a position to where all your life you've had to follow orders. You've had to complete those orders without question. That's the military life. And you know what? Kingdom of God is really no different. He tells us, I've given you this gift. You go do this, excel with it. He gives you the gift, but it's up to you to use it. And I see you using yours. And just as David just said, uh, you know, you're doing a great job at it. So job well done. Uh, We do in the Republic. We do love you because you jumped in and you didn't waste any time. You started the motor, and now you're off and running. And that's the kind of people that we need to work with us inside this republic to get this thing going. And I'll just say this. Over the last 12 years, myself, Gene, and Dave, and a couple other people, we've had these long conversations where we've discussed when will the republic take off. And we broke it down to a few separate type of events need to happen. One of them is about to happen. Get ready, people. The Republic is about to be pushed and get started. With that, Governor, I yield back. Thank you, Justice Waters. Um, You know, in meeting and getting to know Sandy and working with her, some things stand out. And unlike so many patriots um, that are really classified as patriots, the ones, a lot of them were my friends, and some of them were in jail because they pushed that envelope. They were the Daniel Boones and the, and the people that were blazing trails and, and finding the boundaries. And uh, unfortunately, they paid for their, their patriotism. And many other people, as Sandy's realizing, is They've got their own little rabbit hole they're going down. The neat thing about Sandy and working with her is that she didn't have a preconceived notion or an agenda written out. It was the only agenda was the truth, and nothing would satisfy her but the truth, and she wanted documented truth, not hearsay. And so she was an empty vessel looking to be filled up. And that, unlike so many other experiences I've had in this journey for many years, and all of us have, um, it's been a real pleasure helping to prime that pump and get that vessel full of truth. And uh, instead of having to overcome a lot of preconceived or, or, or notions or agendas that sometimes cloud our perception of the truth. And, of course, this whole world is nothing but a big diamond and every facet each individual's perception, and they're all different. So I challenge everybody, take a hard look at this world we're living in and adjust your perception and see what that feels like. 
Governor Henning, would you tell us how we can get involved in our republic, sir? Well, thank you, Governor Carpenter. First, I want to say uh, humbly uh, thank you, Sandy, for all you've done for this great American republic um, and, and all the military people. Thank you for your service that you've uh, put it all on the line for all of us. And thank you. you know, if you go to Republic for United States of America, org. You can edify yourself there. There's many, many uh, tabs. You can follow the readings. You can follow the, the videos there. There's uh, the Declaration of Sovereign Intent that's on there that you can read that was served on the world. Also, the Proclamation of Claim of Interest that also was served on the world. It's not that we are asking permission. We are just letting the world know that the Republic is here for the American people, and it's re-inhabited peacefully and lawfully. And of course, uh, Dave and Jean Hurtler have written uh, two, two books here that the Re-Inhabited Re Republic for the United States of America, Volume 1. It's uh, America's Truthful History. Uh, you can donate to the Republic by ordering that book at reinhabitedrepublic.com or Barnes & Noble or Amazon.com. And there's a Volume 2 book there that you can, the story of the re-inhabitation. And again, that was written by Dave and Jean Hurtler. You can order that book also and donate to the Republic at reinhabited.com, reinhabitedrepublic.com, and also at Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com. And let's not forget the other book that Jean has written. It's uh, James Timothy Turner, an American president and a political prisoner, and it's a legal brief, an appeal to the courts of heaven. Uh, that book can also be ordered at reinhabitedrepublic.com. It's a really short read. It's a, a truthful read about what happened to our re-inhabited or restoration president here of America's Republic. He is in prison at this time, and he's um, suffering many uh, health issues that we need to pray for him and pray for his release. You can order that book and uh, get, get a good insight on that. And let's never forget the Holy Bible, America, because that's what our founding fathers used to write the Constitution of America. That's our operating document here in America. Um, there's so many things that the Constitution was written there, the Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence, um, that was all gleaned from the Holy Bible. It's a biblical law form here, the Republic for the United States of America, .org. I yield. Thank you. Yeah, I got a question. Can I jump in there now? Yeah, uh, Real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah, once again, of course, yeah, thank you, Sandy. appreciate your hard work that you did by putting together that video. I've promoted it extensively uh, via the Internet and uh, various websites, and obviously it's picked up some steam and uh, a lot of views, and you're getting a lot of comments there. I see that. I monitor it every day, and I'm watching, too. But uh, speaking of the Republic and, uh, of course, uh, Roger there, uh, been here many years uh, serving in, uh, for the Republic and getting involved with many others throughout the years also but now it's time to move forward and uh and now we've got these new faces new voices involved also but we have to go back and look at some of the records too from the uh successful uh things that we've done when i sat down with many leaders back in uh 2008 2009 um and when it started really taking steam in 2010 when the governors were served uh there were contacts that were made uh for instance there was one contact that was made with the united nations and uh the contact uh, that was mr brian parker from the united nations uh where he uh, certain people of the republic that were in high level talks which i was one of them that uh got some contact information and claim numbers reference file numbers that uh i'm starting to 
blow off the dust off of and uh, opening up now um, because we have international standing and people don't understand that. And that's the truth, whether you want to believe it or not. And you have to have international standing. We have to be recognized around the world because we're not, you know, we're just not we're a lonely little ship here sitting. There was a whole world stage here. Now, we're not going to be part of the new world order that they're trying to form. We're a sovereign country, a sovereign people. And that's what we're trying to get back and understand and put through these de facto thick heads that we're not going to go along with their new world order. Now, but first we have to re-inhabit fully our republic. Now, Sandy, you outlined the plan in there very, very uh, professionally and how to go about doing it. But now how can we dig into the trenches here and get back into those talks with high-ranking people, maybe even talk with the de facto or talk with people in the military again? How do we set up those meetings, or if you, if you can answer that question, or what you, your suggestion is, how can we get back into those talks and say, hey, we want to do this peacefully, lawfully, and, uh, and by law in standing, we are lawfully the republic. We are the government of this country. That's, that's the law, and we have to obey the law, and we're a country of laws. And before they lead us into World War III, so what can, what's the next step here? What's your next step, or what, what can you tell us, or, or anybody out there? First you, Sandy. What, what's the next step, you think? So I'm just an ordinary minion member of the Republic at this time, um, so I'm not privy to some of the more upper-level stuff that's more than likely going on. Um, I can tell you that my current plan is to meet with all the patriot leaders in this area and to get them and their members on board with Republic because it really it just takes people to go onto that website, Republic for the United States of America.org, sign up for the newsletter, and that essentially indicates your interest in being a member of the Republic. And then once we get enough people for that, then we can start holding, holding elections, and that will get a lot of attention. In terms of meeting with higher-level de facto people, um, one of the things that I wanted to do here in the local area, and I kind of got clearance for that, is to start meeting with the sheriff and the National Guard and folks like that and to give maybe a slightly different version of that video to the leadership and inform them. Because I'm guessing, like many people that were at the Colorado Springs meeting that came up to me afterwards, they said, I have never heard any of this before now. And I don't know what to think or what to believe, but you've made me open my eyes to the possibilities. That's kind of the way most people left it. So that is what I'm hoping I can do with the sheriffs and the National Guard and the folks that have the ability to actually support what we're doing. So that's my take on it. I'm going to yield and let someone else um, maybe speak more to what else we can do. Sure. Sure. Uh, anyone else out you, there? Uh, I don't. Know, maybe. Yeah. Okay, Jim. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you, Sandy. Yeah. You're right on track. Uh, it's real simple. Be who you say you are. Be who you say you want to be. So if you want to be a free man, be a free man. Which brings us to a little point of clarity I want to bring up, and that is, you said we were internationally recognized, Joe, and you're right. We as grassroots movement progressed through the drill assemblies into the rap days when the governors were served and so on and so forth. And then because of that, their uh, disregard for law, then that gave us, the American people, the right to assemble 
and to declare ourselves reassembled, and that's what we did to the world as free men and women. And the world is put on notice. The world was put on notice when we advertised in uh, one of the major newspapers, I think it was uh, USA Today, if I'm not mistaken, that we were holding the general elections back in 2010, um, 2011. So um, all this is the way it is in the free world, and Americans have a hard time crossing that boundary as to figure out who they really are. They know who they want to be, so come join us. We're all on that adventure together. Roger, do you have any comments? You know, the only thing I'd say, Governor, is by law, we, anybody uh, who wants to hold elections for governmental offices, the law says you have to publish it 30 days in advance. And in the old days, they would publish it in the New York paper that they had at the time. Uh, they didn't have radio or anything like that, so the paper was it. Uh, they would put it up on porches and, and uh, uh, the sheriff's office or, or the marshal's office in town. That's how they would get the word out 30 days in advance. Elections are going to be held. That's what we did by law in USA Today because USA Today is the number one prominent newspaper that goes across the country, and everybody has access to it if they want to buy it. Every state, every county, every city was notified over a 30-day period that the republic was going to hold elections. Now, we did that twice. We did that back in 2010, and we did it again in 20, what was it, 15, I believe it was. So this is how we the Republic notified everybody by law that we were going to hold elections. It's lawful. Nobody can do anything about it because we did it in accordance to the corporation's laws. And they can't touch it because if they touch us, they got to find themselves guilty on a whole lot of charges because every election cycle they do so many things that is against their own law. Follow it, they do not. How interesting is that? But that's why the Republic is still here because we do things by law. And that keeps the long, the, the long arm of their law off of us because under their own law, they can't do anything to us. We don't break their law. Governor, I yield back. Well, I'd like to just put this out there then, Roger. Like, like you said, and I'm putting this out there to everybody, that they must uh, abide by the law, and, and even, even when you're talking about the de facto jurisdiction. However, with the context being made, I think with the elections, that is a very important. We have to fill the vacated seats, and, we, and the militia – community out there needs to make contact with the sheriffs, the constitutional sheriffs across this country. It's said to be that there are close to 100,000 militia out there in America right now. That's what they're saying. 
Okay, that's what they're saying. And I and I have right now some contacts within the three percenters and whatnot over the years. You know that governor uh, and a couple other people know that. But I we don't make contact. Everything's been everything's been hush 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 for many years. Even uh, probably even going back to Oklahoma City when that when that happened uh, uh, pushed everybody underground really pretty much. But the people that are still out there, especially the Michigan militia. Um, it's time, I believe it's time, the talk, the talk is cheap now. We have to start now uh, moving forward lawfully, peacefully, and smartly as much as possible. And that's why I think I'm going to put it out there now. The, the militia needs to make contact with the constitutional sheriffs. They need to sit down, work together uh, in each state possible, and we need to fill the vacated seats. And, and this way here we can hold our lawful elections and fully re-inhabit our republic. Because all this talking, okay, it's great, feels good, sounds good, but it's time now for all of us to start moving forward with the republic and restoration of the republic fully and lawfully. Um, I'll yield after that, but I think the, I think also I want to put it out there. I think our national militia coordinator is on the line too, and if Mr. Henning wants to connect him, then he might have some questions for Sandy or or maybe the contacts that he has because that's what has to be done. We've got the you know the republic is here. Where's we have it? We're here, and, and Roger's 100% correct. We have done everything lawfully, uh, and that's when. But we've been kind of dormant too. So, but we have to remain lawful and peaceful at all times. Governor Henning, uh, I don't know who's on the line right now or on the board. Joe, go ahead. I'm sorry, Roger. Let me address something that you just said there. Uh, I'll say this quickly. You know the COVID thing was a test. The government wanted to know how the people would react if they wanted to take a, you know, a complete takeover of everything. They wanted to know. They found out. In the process... They gave the people something that's now killing about 20,000 around the world every day. Okay? Now, here's the deal. The patriot community across America that you're, tell, you're talking about, they, the government of the Biden government, understands in order for them to retain power and authority, they have to remove their biggest threat. What is their biggest threat? The Patriot Group. So how do they do that? Well, we found out two years ago how they would like to do it. And if you're keeping up with the news, they're starting it over again today. Keep your eyes open, folks. They're starting it all over two years later. At the same time, think about that. There's a purpose behind it. Don't follow their guidelines when it comes to this because they're going to try to take out more people. Just understand that. What they do is unlawful and illegal. What we do is lawful and legal. Understand that. I yield Okay, Mr. Mr. Henning, I don't know who's on the board, who's maybe waiting in the wings now, uh, that maybe want to interject here quickly. Uh, yeah, I, op- I open the board for Mike from the, the militia. All right, all right. Yeah, good evening to everybody. Good evening, uh, Joe, hey. James and Sandy and Judge Waters, the, the whole Republic uh, 
representatives that are here and everybody else that's on the line. Uh, the judge just made the most profound point, which is what I'm always harping on, is that the they're constantly trying to set up patriots, Christians, conservatives, uh, true Americans. Um, they're, they're going to great lengths to irritate them, aggravate them, and try to push them into uh, react. Um, so it, it can't be stressed enough that um, when it comes to militia, as you know, Joe, I've been stating from the beginning that everything we're trying to do is to ultimately bring attention and awareness to the American people that the militia is not just a bunch of white good old boys in the backwoods with guns that are getting ready to commit acts of sedition. Those are psyops as well, not only to make people think uh, that that's what it is, but to give the others some kind of hope that maybe those are the ones that are going to do something when there is no such people in the backwoods that are even capable of doing anything against the enemy that we're dealing with. So I've been doing my best to get the American people to recognize that, that we, the people, we are the militia in the sense that we, can, we, we comprise the militia. We make up. We, the people. We, the people, are the authority. We're above governments. It's another thing that a lot of people didn't realize through the uh, pandemic, which, as, as Judge also pointed out, um, they used um, to see how people would react, how easily they could be controlled. Um, so, of course, I've always been telling people to, you know, put their faith. If they, if they claim to believe in God Almighty, then, then put your trust and faith in God Almighty, not in man and not in any corporation. Um, you know, I've always taken the position that anybody who truly puts their faith and trust in God doesn't cover their vital airways with a face diaper all day, and they don't take a jab. So that's certainly my position. And to the extent that people need to put their faith and trust in the creator and trust in that God that they claim to believe in and to stand up for their own dignity and their own rights and recognize that they are the authority. There is no federal government or state government or local government mandate that applies to the people. Mandates only apply to government employees, and even then government employees have all kinds of laws, federal civil rights, Americans with Disabilities Act, the Constitution, Bill of Rights, that supersede any mandate. So they can stand for their rights and know that they're doing so lawfully. And then finally, again, that we're trying to get people to recognize that this, this absolutely has to be a grassroots effort bottom up. It can't be top down um, in terms of organizing the American people. Um, to the extent that there should be some, you know, there needs to be, I, I really kind of look at it as, a, as a, a cookie or sandwich approach, bottom down and top up at the same time. Um, to the extent that I understand the republic to be the lawful de jure constitutional government of the United States, then that should be the top down. To the extent that the people are the power and they are the militia and in their local communities, they are posse comitatus under the sheriffs. They need to start communicating with their sheriffs. They need to start, you know, being aware, you know, the, the efforts that, that um, Sheriff Richard Mack has been doing around the country to try to wake people, wake sheriffs up to their, to their responsibilities and duties and let them know that they are the highest authority of law in their jurisdiction. They can literally kick federal, the feds out of their county. Um, you had a great interview with Sh Sheriff Leaf a few weeks ago, Joe, obviously. Um, and he addressed some of those issues. 
So, yeah, the, the sheriffs, the, the people. And I will say that Eric, I've had the privilege and the pleasure of meeting some brilliant, becoming in touch, being acquainted with brilliant minds like those that you have on the show tonight, James, Sandy, the judge, and everyone else that's on your show. And others like Charles Stewart in California, who's a brilliant common law mind. Um, Eric Dinges is actually going around the country. He's currently working in Tennessee, and he's working county to county, meeting with sheriffs and mayors and school board, uh, you know, school boards and county commissioners, and having counties. He has right now 18. I think actually recently he told me 22 counties now in Tennessee that are unincorporating. They are unincorporating and going the way of a de jure constitutional government. That's the kind of work he's doing, and. There are brilliant minds out there all over the place that I've never even heard of yet. And I think, Mike, but, and I think, Mike, and I think, Mike, I, I convinced Eric actually the night we did the interview with the sheriff there, in Michigan, to uh, see the Republic. Talk, you know, at first he was like skeptical about the Republic, but I was able to tell him and and inform, you know, through conversation, and and that's why it's so important. Sandy with her her connections also here, and the video she just put out. It would be great. We all have the technology now to connect. And that's what this platform was the beginning of to do, was to connect all, everyone else with their platforms, because this is a full-time job. I played the intro, intro a million times. Restoring the Republic is a full-time job, you know, and a gym that's been, or, you know, the, we're all getting older. It's time, we want to pass the reins down to everyone else and say, hey, you know, no one's here trying to be a king or, or, or be a, uh, the president of a gang or a group or anything. No, it's the people. Like you said, the people, come on, the people have got this time for the people. Like Jim always says, it's time for the people, 30,000. We've got to get the people going here. It's time to start going. Push, it's time to start really pushing this and, 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 and getting these brilliant minds working. Like you said, the counties in Tennessee, that's awesome. Now let's get all the other states involved, and let's hold these lawful elections. Let's get the military back involved, because we're going to have provocateurs. We're going to have these New World Order evil people trying to do their, what they did to us back in 2010. Jim, right? Correct? I mean, you know, so we have got to be careful. We need security. That was one thing that President Turner was very, very worried about, I remember, in one of the meetings that we had. And look what happened to him. You know, so we have to have security. You know, we got to be smart and be careful because we're dealing with an evil enemy. You know, this is no joke here. People's lives are at stake, the things that we're talking about here. This is not a joke. It's not a game. Go ahead. I yield. Yeah, no, I'll just finish by saying that actually I, I, I would very much I, be thrilled to know if um, – and I'll, I'll do my best to get them in touch with one another. I'd love for Sandy and Eric to be able to have communications, uh, some phone conversations, for, for James um, and Eric to have some phone communications, and for the judge and, and Eric and, and any, anybody else. Because I, I will tell you truly, um, of all the people – over the last several months that I've been putting forth my efforts, um, I got to say that um, Eric Dinges is ex- extremely, extremely versed in all aspects of law via the legalese and the, and the de facto, as well as constitutional, as well as the, the law of war, um, uh, uh, war law. He, he's familiar with all of it. I've had numerous conversations with him, sometimes for four hours, and the man can just about cite any any constitutional right-based, you know, law 
or that, 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 that's going to be to the benefit of what we're all trying to do, like on a whim. He, he's quite amazing. Um, he's a good mind that needs to really be, um, to some degree, yes, a little more connected to, to, to the republic. And, and finally, again, you know, Americans that claim to be Christians or believe in God, start really believing in your creator, God Almighty, and turning unto our Heavenly Father, because um, that's the only way, ultimately. With that, I yield. Jim? Or Governor Henning? Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mike. You know, it, uh, it's like you, we're all saying the same thing. Just stand up and be who you say you are, you know? And if you want a platform that protects your, your God-given rights, which is our Bill of Rights, then that's where we got to build on, you know? And the future is yours. And yours and yours and yours and all of ours. And it's our responsibility just as much as it is our, our future. So, like Governor Henney said, get involved. Anybody else? All you. Governor Henning, I can't see the board right now. Has anybody else got their hand up, or, or if uh, anyone else here want to uh, uh, interject? I haven't here heard anybody say press one yet. Make, make sure you say press one. For yeah, you got to press one. Six five seven three eight three zero six one six. Press the number one, folks. If you uh, when you call in, that's the only way you could be connected, and we'll know that you have your hand up and you want to speak and interject. And, and it's unscreened, uncensored. I mean, we're, we're, nothing here is edited. Uh, we're all 100% here live, and uh, it's anonymous. You can call in anonymously. Um, uh, I understand some people can't. We've got some people here from the military listening in, and I understand that. And that's great. And I'm sure a lot of other people are listening in. Uh, but uh, you know, I don't see anybody here, Joe, um, but I do have a question here for maybe Sandy. Uh, uh, Sandy, have, have you been uh, following or heard of uh, Derek Johnson, uh, former military? Yes, I've been following him very closely. Um, some of his material, for those that are not aware, um, he has identified the symbology, which, of course, in the military, with military customs and courtesies, is an absolute. And so for anyone who's not aware of Derek Johnson, it's D-E-R-E-K Johnson, regular spelling. You need to go and look that up because he has identified some uh, interesting differences between the inauguration ceremonies that the last five presidents have received, uh, including the current fake one, and um, that essentially (laughs) Biden got a – funeral ceremony when you look at the symbology and it is quite clear when you look at the regulations and you look and you know what Derek is uh, saying um, and then when you look up and he's right and and so you got to wonder what's that all about so um, I highly recommend people go and look at that it is very interesting I got a question in the chat room. Some people brought up things in the chat room also. I, I can't ignore the chat room. Uh, someone brought up Sheriff Mack, and uh, I, I'm actually a part of one of his groups, actually. But uh, he says, why isn't Sheriff Mack uh, bringing up the republic? Uh, that's an interesting question. I haven't really heard him promoting the republic either too much. Um, uh, so I agree with that. But so this person also says, though, the de facto, these local officials can't hold office in the republic. Well, the first thing we always stress is we offer forgiveness. 
you know, we, we are, you know, that's, that, you know, like we brought up, the Bible is our foundation, our cornerstone, and I believe God. And we'll always offer forgiveness to people first. I mean, you're always willing to forgive uh, the trespass that they've done upon us. Um, you know, so, you know, if, if people want to repent and come over to the Republic, then of course, nothing wrong with that. They want to leave that jurisdiction and come over to the jurisdiction of the Republic. There's, you know, well, we always, you know, forgiveness is so very much important. Um, so, um, you know, the, and we know a lot of crimes have been committed against the people, but we've got to move on from that. You know, uh, you know, it's a sacrifice that a lot of made, many people pay with their lives. You know, and I understand there's a lot of anger out there and there's a lot of hatred, but remember, we're lawful, peaceful, and that's how we're going to do things. There's going to be no revenge. There's going to be no attacks on anyone. We're not going to hang anybody. We're not going. There's going to be none of that. This is nonviolent. I just want to make sure everybody understands that. There's going to be no violence at all. Okay? So I just want to put that out there. Um, uh, I'll yield back back to you guys. Anybody else? Want to, like I said, press one, people. You want us to talk with your public? Inter, interject. Everyone wants to talk to their government. Well, here's your government right here, your lawful government. Here's your chance. Talk to your republic. You know, I mean, <laughs> I don't know how else to, what other way to say that. Um, and as far as the video goes, again, I can't stress enough the traction that it's getting on the Internet and the people, the views it's getting. And I'm sure they're probably messing with that now maybe, uh, you know, uh, knocking those down, the views. You know, you probably got 10 million views and you know, they'll show three. <laughs> you know, but, uh, um, but uh, again, uh, I just can't get over how, how great that was, how you put that forward, the, uh, the, um, the, the video. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I just wanted to let Sandy know, because, um, Joe, you told me about the video. I haven't watched it yet, but when I do, um, I'll send it out to my email list of 1,500, and I'll put it on YouTube, even though she didn't. I'll put it on YouTube. I'll put it on um, BitChute, Brideon, Rumble, YouTube, and Odyssey. It's great. Good. I, I've also forwarded it out there. Everyone should forward, forward it. Everyone, everyone that's on this call tonight should copy that video and put it out there. Send it to a friend. Yeah, and then I, as you know, Joe, or I think you know. I mean, when you know, most of the videos I videos I've ever done, I, I, I've, I plaster them on three different Gab accounts, three different Facebook accounts, two Twitter accounts, Minds.com, MeWe.com, TruthSocial.com, Freedom.Social. So I'll do my best to get it out there as well. Yep. Use the information war for our benefit. Of course, use the New World Order's platform that they're trying to destroy us with against them. We could do things smart. We have the, we have a good Lord behind us. I mean, we, 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 you know, if, we, if we, we've got God for us, who could be against us? You know? Um, uh, you know? How about the, uh, Mr. Hurtler? Anything else you want to add? The Hurtler is still out there. I always enjoy hearing from them, especially Jean. Uh, I don't know if she's out there, but uh, anything else you guys want to add? Just uh, this. This is just such a great program. I just want to tell the people that the, the pilgrims, when they came over, if you go to the National Monument above Plymouth Rock, and where the sun hits, if there's no clouds in the sky, where the sun hits in the morning, it'll say National Monument to the forefathers erected by a grateful people in remembrance of their labor, sacrifices, and sufferings for the cause of civil and religious liberty. And that's what we're after, you guys. We're after civil and religious liberty. So it's just been an absolute pleasure. 
I'm honored to be on this show. Thanks so much, Sandy, for coming on this show. Thank you all. I'm I'm honored to be on this program with all of you tonight. Thank you so much, Sandy. And with that, I say good night. Thank you. Thank you, David. Thank you, David. Appreciate that. Uh, I don't know if Sarge is out there. The Sarge, we, I know his his voice is always welcome. A, uh, a veteran, uh, a retired uh, Illinois State Trooper. I don't know if he's out there. I kind of, kind of thought he would check in with me tonight, but maybe not. With the latest information that we have out there, what's going on? Um, I know we're always concerned with with the news of the de facto. So, but uh, you know, uh, some people are sending me messages now. Uh, Jim, anything else you want? I mean, we could start winding it down. Really, if we don't got any new hands, there's the board is full. I've got a lot of callers on here. I don't know if they're able to press one and get, want to check in and talk, but uh, now is your chance. Um, we've got uh, Sandy on here. Sandy, uh, um, anything else you want to add here? Anything else that maybe off the top of your head or any advice you can give the people out there with when you put the not, I mean, you're a teacher, obviously. And, that, and when you brought that up, being a teacher, I want to expound upon that point. I noticed that, actually, when I watched the video. I was like, wow. You know, she, she put it – because everyone always asks me, explain the republic, you know, all the years I've been involved. And I just couldn't do it. You know, I couldn't get it all out there like you did. I mean, you did it from point A to Z so brilliantly on, you know, with the, with the Northwest Ordinance, the J-Tree, everything, the history uh, of the republic. I mean, it's just amazing how you how you did it and – and why you did it, we know. But you know, is there any advice? What we, how we can use this video as a tool to move forward, or what? What should we do? I mean, uh, if you got anything else you want to add? Well, I was listening to the comments about uh, Sheriff Mack, and I have to ask the question, since I am unaware, if we've ever approached him with a briefing to explain what's going on and whether or not he responded or not. Um, that would be one approach, would be anyone who's in the Arizona area to schedule an appointment with him and brief him on all of this or, you know, ask him to watch the video if, that's, if we can't get the appointment. Um, as for general yeah. uh, advice to everyone, I would say we've got to all read the re-inhabited books, and I hope David and Jean have been watching their inventory so that they know when to hit uh, reprint, you know, so they've got more copies on, available. Um, everyone join, of course, share the video, um, explain to people what's going on. Um, I also, in the video, recommended that people buy the flag. So there is an actual um, re-inhabited Republic flag available on the website. And if you put that in your window or, you know, hanging on your um, stand out front instead of the uh, corporate flag, People are going to ask you, hey, your flag's a little different, and then you get to explain to them what's going on and then maybe even send them to the video. So there's a lot of ways that we can all recruit people. However, the thing that occurred to me as I was listening to the whole discussion, where are all the people that um, retreated from the republic after the harassment started? We have to know who these people are and were, and if they're still around, we need to come up and uh, re-engage with them and say, you need to come back to the Republic. We understand that you did a um, strategic retreat because of the cir- circumstances, but it's pretty obvious now that we're in our last stand scenario, and it's time for us to all stand up regardless of the consequences at this point. The way I look at it is um, if you're not already on an FBI watch list, at least three of them, then you're not doing it right. <laughs> and so that's what I've been doing. 
So um, I, you know, if there's, if, you know, 80 million, 100 million people are on their watch list, is it really useful to them? Because, um, you know, they can't watch 80 million people. I'm just thinking out loud here, right? So we all need to be on these watch lists so that the watch lists are useless. So with that, I yield. Great. Well, Sandy, Sandy, uh, I'm sorry, Jim. I have a, uh, actually a contact list that was given to me back in 2010, uh, an email list uh, of, uh, yeah, uh, the, the Republic, uh, the citizens of the Republic, and it, it's quite many. So um, I've always sat on that. I was always told never share it with anyone. Um, you know, it was, it was confidential information that was given to me because I was, you know, obviously uh, trusted uh, with that. And uh, but I think Jim, I may have told you about it years ago. Uh, but then I guess maybe it's time to reach out to many of these, like you said, and yeah, the people that are, have gone dormant. And because we've heard them call into this show sometimes, where oh, I didn't know. Oh, you guys are back, you know, and, and they've asked questions. I think, remember Jim. I think a few weeks ago, a gentleman called in. So okay, well, maybe it's time to start reaching out again because it's time to start moving. You know, it's time to start moving forward and uh, doing this the right way. What do you think, Jim? Yeah, let me. Well, you're, you're you're right, Joe. And then I'll turn it over to uh, Dean, Governor Henning. Um, you know, that's part of what the battle's been is that you know they've stolen our uh, contact list. They've you know bastardized our website. We've had to change our contact uh, to the American public. Uh, this radio show uh, uh, throughout the years has been one of the ongoing ways of uh, communicating with the republic and if you go to that republic website uh republic for the united states of america.org uh there's a list there of uh, almost every night of the week there's something going on that you can uh, join in you can join in listen to the house of representatives or um a lot of different things that we're doing in your behalf america and uh that's time to be who you say you are um governor henning i'll yield to you sir Thank you. Uh, Can I make a quick comment, Governor? Um, yeah, we, uh, we we used to have a uh, Republic call team. We'd call about 200 people across the country a week to try to get them to understand what the Republic's doing for them. And over the years, we've uh, established many states. Uh, we used to call them the uh, state would be green as long as they have the, the governor, the uh, secretary of state, uh, justice, a couple senators, and a re- uh, representative. Of course, then from there, we try to build the 30,000 people. Um, like Sandy said, uh, uh, it took a, a retreat, you know, back in 2012 when when President Turner was arrested and a lot of people left in fear. Um, but there are some of those people that also left in uh, with their own desire to be be the the king, if you will, or the leaders. Um, the Republic isn't about that. It's a it's a bottom up government. The people like myself um, are just holding the seat for the American people. Um, I, I had no idea that God would put me in this seat, but once I knew, I realized God did put me here. I'm holding this seat until God removes me. Um, but so, America, it's for you. It's for all the we, the people here in America. And it, it's what a great time to sit here and listen to all the great patriots on this show. Uh, we need to stand together and be unified. And again, uh, go to RepublicForUnitedStatesAmerica.org. There's so much there that will educate yourself. Um, you can even read the warrants that were served on the governors um, under that in those tabs there on the Republic website. 
But uh, I'm, I'm going to yield at this time. Um, I think Mike had something he wanted to say. Uh, I, think, yeah, I think Mike wanted to say something else real quick. Is that, was that you, Mike, or somebody was trying to jump in there? Yeah. Yeah, no, I just wanted to respond to Sandy's question about whether the Republic ever reached out to Sheriff Mack. Um, one of our state coordinators in Arizona, Joe Malone, has uh, pretty regular communications with him. So I'll, you know, um, I mean, other than me, you know, asking him, hey, you know, get this website domain name to the sheriff. I mean, what else would uh, you, you you recommend, Sandy, or suggest, James or anybody, about trying yeah, to get this the is sheriff? Governor Carpenter. Um, there, there's a unspoken agreement um, by association and recognition. Um, you can look on our web page and see uh, see that list. Um, and those associations aren't widely publicized for whatever reasons. Uh, everybody has their own reality, their own chain of contacts. Uh, and so they do with the information as they see fit. As, and I do believe that a lot of this is being coordinated uh, above our pay grade. Uh, I've seen that as all of us have over the 12 years. We were privy to and part of developing the 10-year plan back in 2012. And so what we're seeing play out is uh, an awakening of the American people. And what we're bringing to the American people on shows like this tonight is the end game. And this is a target, and you need to get ready. This is your future, and you need to own it. And so, so, uh, no, Jim, he, uh, Mike's specific Sheriff question Mack. was, is there any specific question that you want him to pose to Sheriff Mack? He, I guess he has a direct contact well, link to him. These, these, people, these people are have vetted us years ago. Okay. All right. Okay. So they know who we are. Okay. Okay. That's all right. I, oh, yeah. Like I said, I'm in his group. I just didn't know if we had any direct yeah. contact with him over yeah. the years. Okay. That was the main question, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Sheriff, if excuse you me, this, see that list. If you want to see that, go ahead, Jim. On the website. Go ahead, Dean. I, I yeah, sorry to interrupt. Uh, yeah, some years ago, I was on the Republic News radio show. Uh, Bob Burnett used to run that, and Sheriff Mack came on um, our radio show back then. So he, he's well aware of the Republic. And it's a good question. Why isn't he being more supportive? I yield. Uh, somebody's got some background noise. Anybody with background noise, please mute your uh, phone, please. Uh, it's very disruptive. Trying to, you know, save helps out with the editing at, for Mr. Guy, President Geiger there. He actually does a good job uh, cleaning that up after afterwards. So, But, um, uh, okay, uh, closing thoughts then, everybody. I guess we'll go to closing thoughts. There's no new – got, like I said, we've got a bunch of people on the phone board here tonight. Nobody wants to press one. That's fine. You're welcome to just listen. Uh, I guess we'll go closing thoughts. Uh, start with Roger first. Uh, Roger, then uh, we'll just go right down the line here. Sandy can have the last thought tonight. Um, uh, Roger, you still there? Yes, uh, thank you, uh, Joe. Uh, Sandy, just want to say thank you for all your work. You've done a great job. I know what's coming ahead is going to be really great from you. Uh, Keep up the good work. God has sent you to us for a reason, and that, that is being fulfilled as we speak. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being true, and thank you for being you. 
All right, um, uh, um, Jim. No, Jim. Jim, you got one final thought here, Jim. I want to appreciate I appreciate everybody coming to the show tonight. It's been a wonderful show. Thank you, Sandy, for all you do. Um, wonderful, wonderful adventure that we're on. And uh, uh, welcome, welcome to your future. Uh, with that, I'll yield. All righty, and uh, Mike. Just God bless everybody and uh, good night to everybody. Thank you. All right. That's good. Great. Um, and uh, um, I just want to say, uh, Sandy, before you speak, uh, thank you. I, as always, it's always a pleasure to have you on the podcast here tonight, uh, as always in the past. And that video, like I said, once again, it, it came out at the perfect time. And uh, keep pushing that video. Educate the people. Get involved with the Republic. And, uh, yeah, let's put it out there. We'll start working behind the scenes like we have been lawfully and peacefully and smartly to get the, everyone together, meeting with the sheriffs, meeting with uh, the assembly out there getting the common law the uh, minds and geniuses out there together and remember peacefully always peaceful never condone violence whatsoever those that want to be violent that's you're, you're heading down the wrong path just want to let you know that right now um, uh, Sandy go ahead and wrap it up for us please and then then, then we'll have uh, uh, then we'll have everybody pray us out go ahead Sandy so Benjamin Franklin upon leaving Independence Hall after our form of government was established had said what kind of government we had, and he said, a republic, if you can keep it. Well, we haven't kept it. Unfortunately, we've all been boiled like the frog, and we lost our country slowly over time since we weren't really paying too much attention as to what was going on. So now it's a question that we each have to ask ourselves, how much do we feel we need to give to this republic? Because in order for us to stand it back up, it's going to take a lot of sacrifice. And I know more people have more things to sacrifice, such as, you know, I don't want to get involved because I might endanger my family. That's a valid concern. But if we don't stand up now in the peaceful phase, then we're all going to be in the not peaceful phase that may end up coming unless we're successful now. The earlier we stand up, the more chances we have to keep this as a peaceful thing. And with that, I yield. That's great. And uh, before we get prayed out here, I just want to play a quick, I'll play like one minute clip of that uh, that video you put up there. So people out there that are listening via the internet, my friends in the military that are listening right now. Like I said, I've got about a dozen people listening from the military. Uh, I'm talking to them on instant chat right now. So I'll just play about a minute or so from this uh, video, real quick. If I can. I don't think it's going to let me. Difficult time. Live radio, you can't. I'm trying to get it up here. Well, it's not going to let me, I don't think. All right, here it goes. This is November of 2022, and we just saw another election stolen from We the People. You may feel a little bit down, but I'm here to tell you that there is actually a solution. And I'm going to give you a talk about how to save America. So that is my email address. You can write it down now or you can uh, write it down later. I will have it at the end of the talk. We have a big problem in America. Patriots across the nation are trying to figure out 
how to remove the current corrupt government lawfully and peacefully, if at all possible. Patriots are running for political offices in the hopes of replacing the corrupt officials with honest officials. But the corrupt government has control of the political parties, the voting machines, and the voting systems. And so we will never have fair elections. Lawsuits won't work because the entire judicial system is also corrupt. How did things get so bad? Well, unfortunately, we the people were asleep. And I was... All right, that's just a quick clip there of the... Uh... The video, I suggest it's only 37 minutes long, 37 minutes and 52 seconds long, folks. That's uh, uh, a lot less than even a football game. So come on, pay attention, listen to it, go check out that video, check it out, and uh, get yourself educated in how to save America, re-inhabited republic. Want to pray us out, sir? Absolutely. This is Representative Mark Biner, and I, too, want to say, Sandy, that's a very good video. Um, it's a, I would call it a perspective-changing video. And so, ladies and gentlemen, it would be a good idea to view that. So you have to ask yourself, what do you want? Do you want the new world order? Or do you want to save uh, the republic through the republic? Or you want to save America through the republic? It's your choice. Pretty soon it's going to be a either-or choice. So, Yahweh, our creator, in the name of Yeshua, and by your request, Father, and by the calling that the word tells us to step into as kings and priests under the order of Melchizedek and to shout our enemies down like at Jericho. We praise and thank you, Father, that every evil ruler and every person in these powerful positions will be removed. We decree and declare and we shout down our enemies as you have told us to do that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, that our evil enemies shall not prevail and shall be removed, that we thank you, Father, for freedoms and uh, that we are set free in Yeshua's name, and that every lie will be revealed, and that the truth shall destroy every lie, every hold, every bondage that is against us and has been holding us hostage. Father God, so we decree and declare that there will be a great shaking that will wake up the people, will wake up the church, and will wake up the people to our rightful government, and it will shake us loose from all this babble and confusion of the world. We decree and declare, Father, that we will stand fast and focused on you and your word, Father, no matter how bad the enemy tells us that it is, for the enemy is a liar. And we also decree and declare, Father, that just like the walls of Jericho, they will all come crashing down and made null and void. And we decree and declare that James Timothy Turner, our first republic president, shall be released, and all innocent people being unlawfully detained as well shall be returned to their families, the full restitution in the name of Yeshua. And we further pray for our nation, our military, our true presidents, and republic that proclaims that uh, the law that your word gives us to be governed by the law of nature and nature's God. So strengthen us by your healing power, guide us by your word, protect us with the gospel armor and a dome of angelic protection all around us. For you are God and there is no other. We pray according to your will, your word, and your plan, Father. God save the republic in Shua's name. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Everybody, uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow is history. Tomorrow, so many years ago in history, uh, December 7th, you know, uh, yeah. a day that we'll all, you know, uh, our veterans out there, our people, our military we, that are listening here, you know, uh, you know, let's remember them 
I'm going to play this here at the end here. It's about three minutes long to remember them for our veterans out there. Um, you know, God bless our republic, but our, the men and women out there that are on the front lines that are, that are defending our republic, not our democracy, our republic. Okay? We don't have a democracy. It's a republic. When someone says democracy, they're a traitor. We are a republic. So uh, with that being said, next Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can interact with your republic. And uh, thank you, Sandy. God bless our republic, and everybody be safe out there. Take care. Raise your right hand and repeat after me. All right, say your name. You solemnly swear. Support and defend. The Constitution of the United States. True faith and allegiance to the same. And I will obey the orders of the President of the United States and the orders of those officers appointed over me according to regulations and the Uniform Code of Military Justice. So help me God. celebrate Veterans Day on the anniversary of the armistice that ended World War I, the armistice that began on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month. The timing of this holiday is quite deliberate in terms of historical fact, but somehow it always seems quite fitting to me that this day comes deep in autumn when the colors are muted and the days seem to invite contemplation. It is, in a way, an odd thing to honor those who died in defense of our country, in defense of us, in wars far away. The imagination plays a trick. We see these soldiers in our mind as old and wise, but most of them were boys when they died, and they gave up two lives, the one they were living and the one they would have lived. When they died, they gave up their chance to be husbands and fathers and grandfathers. They gave up their chance to be revered old men. They gave up everything for our country, for us. And all we can do is remember. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. In memory of those who gave the last full measure of devotion and our efforts to achieve lasting peace, gain strength. Let us make a vow to our dead 
Let us show them by our actions that we understand what they died for. Strengthened by their courage, heartened by their value, and born by their memory, let us continue to stand for the ideals for which they lived and died. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.